not saying you have to love football. We all have different likes and dislikes, people. Personally, I'm not a fan of the avocado. I just don't like the mouthfeel. But, but if you're someone who loves football, I mean, truly loves it well, my sportsbook app might be the greatest thing that has ever happened to you. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat on confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a large crowd gathered around him, and he stayed close to the sea. One of the synagogue officials named Jarius came forward. Seeing him, he fell to his feet and pleaded earnestly with Jesus, saying, My daughter is at the point of death. Please come and lay your hands on her that she may get well and live. Jesus went off and a large crowd followed him. There was a woman afflicted with hemorrhages for 12 years. She had suffered greatly at the hands of many doctors and had spent all that she had. Yet she was not helped by any, only grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in a crowd and touched his cloak. She said, if I but touch his clothes, I will be cured. Immediately, her flow of blood dried up. She felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Jesus, aware at once that power had gone out of him, turned around and asked the crowd, who has touched my clothes? But the disciples said to him, you see the crowd pressing in on you, and yet you asked who touched me? He looked around to see who had done it. The woman, realizing what had happened to her, approached in fear and trembling. She fell down before Jesus and told him the whole truth. He said to her, daughter, your fate has saved you. Go in peace and be cured of your affliction. While he was still speaking, people from the synagogue official's house arrived and said, your daughter has died. Why trouble the teacher any longer? Disregarding the message that was reported, Jesus said to the synagogue official, do not be afraid, just have faith. He did not allow anyone to accompany him inside except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they arrived at the house of the synagogue official, he caught sight of a commotion, people weeping and wailing aloud. So he went in and said to them, why is this commotion going on and all this weeping? The child is not dead, but asleep. And they ridiculed Jesus. Then he put them all out. He took the child's father and mother and those who were with him and entered the room where the child was. He took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means, little girl, I say to you, arise. The girl, a child of 12, arose immediately and walked around. At that, they were utterly astounded. He gave them strict orders that no one should know this and that 
he said the child should be given something to eat. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you have an uncle who's a priest in the family and you need a question on your religion test answered, you call him up. So yesterday, Salvatore called me. Salvatore is a freshman at Seton Hall Prep in New Jersey. And he said, Uncle Louie, I have questions in the Bible about the Bible, about Jesus, and I thought you'd be a good person to ask. Great. I love being used like that. So I said, well, what was the question? Well, they had a lot of aspects of the question, but one question stands out is this reading. Not the reading itself, but what happened in the reading. Jesus cured the woman with hemorrhage. And the question was, what was there about Jesus that allowed the woman, means the, the question wasn't the woman, what was there about Jesus that allowed him to cure people? Answer, he was not only Jesus, born of Mary in, in, in Bethlehem, of Joseph, he was the son of God. So it was not unusual for him, with the power of God, to be able to just stand there and cure people. However, there was one element in the curing, and this happens in all the miraculous cures that we hear in Jesus. There's one element in the curing miracle that goes back to the person who's being cured. Yes, you're healed. Your faith has healed you. Very significant. The word for salvation and the word for healing is the same. So being saved, you're being healed, you're being cured. That's where we are. We follow Jesus because we believe him, and it would be nice periodically to experience a miracle. We probably get a little, few more miracles than we realize we get, but this woman, because it was so overt, bleeding, hemorrhaging for so many years, it was obvious. The healing power of God went through her and she was healed. I, I like the, 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 the realism of the gospel selection with the apostles around Jesus. He, I mean, the crowds are all around him and he says, who touched me? And they, you can just see tongue in cheek to say, who touched you? I mean, there's people bumping into you on all sides and you say, who touched me? They all touched you. But he knew. One touched him with faith. The faith connected her to him, and the faith healed her. Her faith was miraculous. Doesn't come as, a, as ordinary as life itself. It's a gift. We have faith in God. It's a gift that we place back in him and wait until our prayers are answered in any way he deems best. So the healing that goes on with Jesus is so, so miraculous in the scriptures that even high school kids still question what was there about Jesus that allowed him to heal people. He was God in the flesh. 
An ancestor of Jesus, as mentioned in the first reading, his name is David. David was the family tree, the, the flower of the family tree. We talk about the, the tree of David or the son of David. Well, David is the great ancestor of Jesus. He was a great king after his great father, um, the, the wise king. And David becomes the unifier of the kingdom, very powerful. But he has a son who's a little bit of a megalomaniac a little bit of a show-off, a little bit of a narcissist. His name is Absalom, and you heard Absalom today in the scriptures. And Absalom rebels against his father. He decides, I'm not going to follow him. I want to be king. And he was actually third in line, so there was, there was going to be a while before he becomes king. So Absalom gets a little army together, and they're rebelling against David. Could you imagine the heartbreak that David had? His own son rebelling against him. I mean, we're aware of the royals in England and all the controversy that goes on with them. And we don't know the inside scoop. Some of the, the documentaries give us little insights. But the heartbreak the monarch has when his, David in this case, son rebels against him. He's not going to follow the father. So he becomes an enemy, and he, he, he sets up to fight David, the great king. On his way to one of the battles, today's story happens. Absalom was the most beautiful person that existed at that time, they say. Absalom had long blonde hair, very unusual for a Semite. And he's riding his horse toward the battle, and his hair got caught up in the trees. And he hung there, yelling. One of the soldiers of David sees him and kills him. Now, you would think he did a good deed, right? Well, killing is not a good deed ever, but you, you, you would think he would be honored by that. He goes back, sends word to, to David, and, and David sees the messenger coming, and he runs down. What's the message? What's the message? Because he thinks it's about the battle. Your enemy is dead. Absalom is dead. And the weeping that David feels cries, Absalom, my beloved, Absalom, my beloved. Beautiful lines of scripture, heart-rendering, because his son is dead. Imagine God the Father when his son although he knew all about it, dies on the cross. That's why the earth quaked and the veil of the temple ripped in half. His son was dead. It's a great experience of humanity in the scriptures, which we need. We, we, we have to look at that every day, besides the spirituality and the theology of the scriptures, that this great king, whose son rebelled, is mourning for the death of his son. And you feel sad for David. And you feel sad for Absalom and his family. He was destroyed. The story continues. God, David picks up the pieces and continues running the kingdom as a descendant of Jesus and as a great king. 
But Jesus in the New Testament today shows us the power that God has within us. So when David is crying, he's consoled by the power of God. That's it. Maybe his friends, maybe his family, maybe his wife, David, uh, Absalom's mother, consoled him. But he continued because the power of God was within him. When Salvatore asked me about how Jesus cured people, it was because Jesus had the power of God within him. Indeed, he is God. When Jesus left this earth, he promised that he would give us that power. And when the Spirit of God came upon the apostles at Pentecost, the power was given to us. You and I were baptized into that power in the name of the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. We were given that gift of faith, the faith that we see tested with the woman in front of Jesus, the faith that we see tested when the, the synagogue official's daughter comes to life because the power of touch of God brings her back to life. That power and that faith and that gift of the Holy Spirit is still our gift. It's within us. Maybe we don't have, at times I guess we would, according to God's will, the power to raise someone from the dead, the power to stop a hemorrhage. But we do have the power of forgiveness, as David did. We do have the power to mourn in God's presence and give ourselves over to God. We do have the power to realize we are sons and daughters of God, closer to us than he is to the angels. That Jesus came on earth to remind us that we are part of his family and we have his power within us. And for us as people who walk this earth, I guess the power comes out when we are confronted by the evil of the world, as David was confronted, but we have the power to forgive. We have the power of charity. We have the power of love. We have the power of sharing. And I say power because it's going against the humanity that all of us have Usually, as human peoples, we don't want to forgive. We don't want anybody to bother us. We don't want anybody to cross our path. Um, the poor should help themselves. The, the rich don't deserve to be rich. You, you know, the humanity that we all have that sinks us and undignifies us. But the power we have is to appreciate people around us, to love people around us, to forgive people around us, to help people around us, and we can be greater than David. See, you know Jesus. David didn't know Jesus. Letters to the Hebrews tells us that Jesus didn't come to save the angels. He came to save us. And we are higher than the angels. That gives you a lot of power. That gives us the power to unite ourselves in prayer and God hears us. Absalom, Absalom, no, Jesus, Jesus, heal us.
Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. When your dad started building a man cave in your bedroom, you knew it was time to start building something for yourself. Let's job it up. At CareerBuilder, we're ready to help at every stage of your search. Build a resume, get industry tips and advice, and apply to multiple jobs in just one click. Start your search at CareerBuilder.com.